This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You know, the NFL had the chance to do the right thing. I believe that the NFL was going to be on the right side of history for the first time ever. Unfortunately, the NFL did what the NFL does. The impact that they've had on Toronto FC, it, it's undeniable. I understand that you have to defend your quarterback. I understand that you just can't come out and, you know, say, well, you know, we don't want Deshaun anyways. I understand. I get it. I have to do this because I have to appreciate it. Yes, and we're back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Ray Sports Fan. My name is Ray Routes, and I'm the director's chair for, you know it, the Dean Blundell Network over at DeanBlundell.com. Are you looking for all your tons and tons and tons of sports content? Head on over to DeanBlundell.com. Find me, find hashtag sports, our boy Griff, Adam. All the boys are in town writing about sports. That's all we fucking do, sports. Dean and they get in all that political bullshit. I don't have time for that. I voted for Connor to be president of the United States. He voted for me. I'm Canadian. I gave him a vote. You know, there's a lot of you that are American and have never gotten a vote for the United States. Fuck that. There's Americans out there that have never gotten elected or voted for for president of the United States. I have fucking photographic proof that I have been the right in nomination. Shout out to all the peeps in Florida, eh? You guys are fucking troopers out there. Shout out to Bill's Mafia. I hope you all got home okay from that trip. And uh, Dalton's saying something about you too. All right. Uh, we're going to get uncomfortable tonight, kids. And uh, there's nothing you can really do about it. So this all kind of sparked by a tweet that I saw. And uh, I put a, an article out about it. Got a shout out from the network. Thank you, fellas. Big tip of the hat. We're going to be talking about masculine toxicity, especially towards female sports fans. And to do that, you got to bring in a fucking expert to do it. And no, I didn't bring in another dude to talk about this shit. We brought in someone who's got to experience this thing day in and day out. And I'm telling you right now, some of y'all aren't going to like it. Fuck you. Uh, listen, she is the president of the Bills Mafia Bay. And the uh, Bills Mafia Bay is a community of female Bills fans in a 501c3, that must be American because I have no fucking idea what that means, who thrive on changing lives by focusing on a different Buffalo Bills charity each month. How the fuck can you hate that, right? How the fuck can you hate that? Uh, anyways, we brought in the president. Her name is Kristen Kimmick. You can follow her on Twitter at Kimmick86. And uh, let's bring her and say hello. Kristen, how are you? Good, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. You you got back to me. She's trying to. I'm going to tell you guys a little story. Kristen's trying to come back through a fucking hurricane to get back to uh, to Buffalo, and uh, 
she's like responding back to me like oh, i don't want you to think i'm ignoring you i'm just you know dealing with with 300 mile an hour winds right now and i'm just like all right well get home you know and then we can talk but i appreciate you coming on thank you very much yeah absolutely yeah that's um i guess i really want to start with that is that my heart is really with all of the people down in florida right now you know i mean we were just there and I, I'm sure that, you know, the majority of those people, those Dolphins fans and those stands that I was sitting next to were local. And I just, I mean, I've got the TV on right now behind me watching, watching the coverage on this and it's just devastating. So my heart does go out to them. Um, and I'm really hoping that they're all staying safe and that, you know, hopefully they evacuated and got out of there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Shout out. And since we're already having uncomfortable conversations, global warming's real people. And this is proof of it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, so the reason you're on the show is because you sent out a tweet on Monday, I believe, which which sparked my attention. Uh, you and I have been following each other on Twitter for a while, but I don't think we've ever interacted before this week. But yeah. you 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 sent out a tweet. Uh, I responded to it. It actually pissed me off so much that I messaged you immediately. Said, "Can you come on the show?" You said yes. I put out an article on DeanBlundell.com and basically said, "Fuck you to all the sports dudes out there." Because I'm a sports guy. I made the definition: there's sports guys and there's sports dudes. And the sports dudes is I describe them as small dick insoles that you know what I mean uh, are intimidated by women. And if it's okay, I'm going to share the tweet that you sent out. And you you sent out and said, look, y'all know why the Bills Mafia Babe exists because it's been a lifetime of this. Do better. I got a couple of them here. This one guy, Moody Todd, wrote, uh, God damn, I couldn't watch the game because of your damn nose was blocking the cameras. Uh, this guy, Mike Delilo, said, stop you crying, you little bitch. You just got your ass whooped, fins up, bitches. He ended up blocking me, actually, after this. But he, he made sure to yell at me real quick, get a life. And then he blocked me. So. Absolutely, right? Because he's a Dolphins, Red Sox, Celtics <laughs> fan. And, and it's in Italian. And on behalf of all Italians out there, I apologize for this douchebag. And then uh, this guy who was my favorite, Flavor Ramon. And uh, it wasn't even Flavor. It's Flavor Ramon said, uh, we probably still fuck better looking chicks than your Buffalo crack whores. And now I'm not from Buffalo, but I'm just down the road on the QEW down here in the six. And I've been to Buffalo. They're not all crack whores. So that's not you nice. Know, there's some of us that aren't, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no. So what I, what I want to get at right now is I want to talk about you. I don't want to talk, but I want you to talk about you navigating the sports world especially places like twitter where, where people got the balls this the size of buffalo and navigating it as a female football fan and as a female sports fan because i know like that shit you got i don't get dms like that people don't send me that type of shit um some people talk shit to me but i don't you know I get the occasional you're fat comment but i don't get a lot of attacks about my body or anything of that nature so when you look at you know, just, I, I guess the whole toxic atmosphere of Twitter, how difficult is it as, you know, a woman sports fan to have to try to sort of navigate your way through? You know, it's, it's kind of a loaded question, right? Because it's something that we, we all deal with it literally. Maybe not everybody deals with it on a day to day, but there's a lot of us out there that do, you know, like, especially when you're more vocal on Twitter, you're more vocal on the, you know, on the socials, you set yourself up, which it's even sick to have to say it this way, but it's like, I get a target on my back. You know, it's fun to pick on the chick. It's fun to, to say things because I, I'll never understand why, why, you know, I, I've tried to make excuses and, and trying to figure out why people would 
take something that's about a game and turn it personal and derogatory. But I can tell you that I have spent years of my life at this point having dudes slide in unprompted to my DMs. They will quote tweet things, they'll hit things in the comments. And you know, a lot of it is just for me, I've learned to really use my filters, but the fact that I have to do that, I've learned to hit that, I mean, that block button and my, that mute button are my best friends. Um, but at the same time, that's really discouraging, right? Because this is about just being able to like enjoy a game and like, you know, have some fun, like some fun jabbing at fans, but not get personal with it. Like that's where it's bullshit. I'm sorry for my language, but it's absolute bullshit. I have spent years going through sorts of things like that. And I can tell you story after story after story. Ask any other woman that you know that is also into sports, no matter what the level, whether they're diehard or not. Ask them if they've ever experienced something like that. And it's going to be an immediate yes. And it's like, I, I just don't understand really what took us. And, you know, and that's actually where the babes originated from is that this got so bad for so many years that in 2016, I literally was like, you know what? We we're like halfway through the season. I said, screw it. I am done talking in these spaces because like, I can't even enjoy any sort of talking about football anymore, about the sport that I love, because anything that I say, I'm getting kicked back on. Even, and, and you know, even as people that like would be agreeing with me, then they would come in with like a weird jab later. It, it's just the dumbest shit. So I made a locked Facebook group, right? <clears throat> and in this group, I put maybe like 20, 25 girls that I had known and, you know, interacted with before and tailgated with and things like that. And said, you know, what? I'm just going to hang out in here for the rest of this season because that way, like, we're going to, I'm just going to quiet out the noise. And at the end of it, we're like, you know what? This was really dope. And so some of the girls were like, can I add some more? And we're like, yeah, of course, just make sure it's girls. And they added more. And it's organically grown over six years. We just we just crossed 23,000 women are in there. It's literally a woman, like women only. And that really is kind of, I think, like a huge point too, is that it this is an issue for that many. It's not just me. It's not just a few of us. You have 23,000, and that's one fan base. You know, I've, I'm now talking to, I've become friends with women in other fan bases. The Dolphins darlings are there. You've got the Chiefs chicks. The Green Bay Packers girls are fantastic. The Vikings girls, like they, every fan base has women and has this number of them and all of them are getting attacked and it's just insane. That That's actually, it's disgusting when you say those kind of numbers. Not that you have this group. I think it's great that you're able to sort of build this fan base where you can go in and be safe and you're not going to, let's face it, you're not going to have a bunch of dicks and balls running around telling you and mansplaining football to you. But at the same time, it's also, it's, it's sad because these groups have to exist. So I have a question for you. And the last thing I want to do is, is make this about myself. But if anybody who listens to this show knows, I make everything about myself. But when I, when I wrote that article on Monday night, I was actually worried about writing that article, not about the blowback from the dudes, but I went down and read it to my wife because I didn't want to feel like, or sorry, project like I was trying to be the knight in shining armor. You know what I mean? Because I know there's those guys out there that are just like, they want to project themselves. They want to be the knight in shining armor. But I'm like, sometimes I think like, sometimes a guy needs to hear it from another guy. I don't know if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it needs to hear it from another guy and be like, dude, you're just being a fucking douchebag. You know what I mean? Like, like back up. And, um, you know, I tagged you on the one that, that I tweeted out and I appreciate that. And I got a whole shitload of followers for that. So I owe you remind me next time I'm in Buffalo, I got to buy you some wings or something. But, uh, 
the, the network put it out after as well. And some of the comments that were coming on the network were, um, dude, she's not going to fuck you. Uh, simp, you know, all that type of shit. And I'm like, dude, I don't even fucking know this girl. You know what I mean? Like right. we literally met through DMS three minutes ago. And just her tweet pissed me off because you see it all the time. And I, I just figured it was time for me to speak up. When someone does stand up, like another guy stands up, he's like, hey, this is bullshit. Is that appreciated? Or do you look at it like, fuck, Ray, this isn't your battle. Back off. Like, should I have written that article? I guess what I'll put out there. Or should I be, should I have quote tweeted you and said, gross? You know what I mean? Like, how do you feel when guys step in and try to defend you from pricks like the one that you put on blast on Monday night, which by the way, keep putting them on blast. They eh? like just fucking show the world who these people are. Yeah, no, honestly, um, really, really, really do appreciate it. Um, because when somebody like you or any guy on Twitter takes a stand next to us, it's not like we're not, how do I put it? It's not like, you know, we're being like, Oh my God, my knight in shining armor. It's like, thanks for being an ally, dude. Like, thanks for having respect, because that's really what so much of this comes down to is the disrespect. Like, I have a brain. I have also studied this game for years and years. You know, I was raised by a single dad, right? Like, this was our bonding thing. Yeah, I couldn't play it growing up, but I played flag football. You know, I mean, I've gotten as involved. I have. Why am I not equal? Why am I looked at as a joke? Why things like that? But any dude walks into the room and they could have played, you know, one year of fantasy football and then, you know, been playing Dungeons and Dragons for the other 35 years of their life. And everybody's like, yo, bro, you know, like it's just trash. So like we do appreciate it because it's not like, you know, from our side, it's not like you're swinging in to try and save the day. You're literally just respecting us like any normal human being should. We're not asking for, you know, special treatment or gold treatment. That's why like when, I mean, yeah, I, you know, you get jabbed a lot on the timeline, right? And that stuff sucks. Those aren't the ones that piss me off. It's the people that go into my DMs. Like, you don't have the balls to say it in front of everybody else. You have to come in and that's what, it's those ones, right? So, like, I do appreciate it. And I think that all women will say that. But you nailed it. Every time a dude does, all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, you're trying to get with us. You're trying to, like, why is that the narrative? Why is that the way that that's seen? You know, it's just trash. Well, I can promise you that I was not trying to have sexual relations with anybody when I wrote that article. It was just a straight up, uh, like, and I know this is cliche. I'm a father of two girls. I have a 16 year old and 11 year old who are MMA fighters. So I love they're, it. I love so, it. So they get looked at a little bit differently, yeah. right? As 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 MMA fighters, and uh, I, I can only imagine what the comments are going to be as they get more involved with social media. So if I could step up and, and start, you know advocating for them but also advocating for other women I, i'll do that but again okay i've made this enough about myself this is this is about you how do you different because i'm gonna i'm gonna warn you right now chris now we're friends now we've known each other for 14 minutes we're friends now yeah, we're when the when the bills play the patriots i'm gonna talk so much shit to you for a week <laughs> you know what i mean like so yeah. much how do you differentiate between me talking shit and a prick talking to you because you're a woman because I'll, I'll be honest people know i like i'm a twitter troll in a way yeah. but i i do it in a way that people know i'm trolling you right. know what i mean like it's right. like i wrote out the other day that daniel jones and josh allen are basically the same quarterback you know what i mean yeah. like people know i'm fucking <laughs> but what i'm getting at is is like i don't actually go out and poke at people who i don't respect 
You know what right. I mean? Like I put you on the same level as me, so I'm going to poke at you. Right. People I don't respect when they, you know, get on my, T my TL or they're in my, you know, whatever. And I don't get a lot of DM. I get a lot of stupid DMs, but I don't get a lot of the, like what you get. But when I get them, I usually tell them like, get Brady's dick out of your mouth or something. Then I mute them. Like I mute a lot of people. I'm not a blocker because I want them to keep writing to me and think I'm seeing it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's my whole thing. How do you differentiate between, um, sorry, differentiate between nice shit, you know, friendly banter, shit talking, you know, and I'll say some fucked up things about your team. You know what I mean? How do you, how do you, by the way, no, no, good. Bring it, bring it. But how do you differentiate between, Hey, this guy respects me and he's just talking shit to, you know, this guy's degrading me because I'm a woman or has it just become so blended now? Like I got to tell you ahead of time, Hey, I'm talking shit. Don't, don't no. take it personal. No, we don't need. Yeah. I think that's the other thing that maybe is misconceptualized is that it's not, um, how do I put this? It's when you guys go personal with it. Like when you take, like you said earlier, like if, if a dude comes at me and now he's talking about my looks, what does that have to do with the game? Yeah. Talk shit about me. Like, or not talk shit about me, but like talk shit about the team. Like give it back to me. Tell me like my stances are wrong. Tell me that like my takes are bullshit. Tell me whatever you want to, you know, but like when you turn it personal to me, or if you do something like intentionally, how do I, if you mansplain something super simple to me, you know, like in, that is very obvious, you know, trying to explain to me what a cornerback is, you know, stuff like that, like just that sort of stuff. It, that's where I differentiate it. But if you're just jabbing it, like I said, like my whatever I said about the game or my takes, that's a different game. That's a whole different game plan. It's really or your, or your like, god awful team, right? That huh? that as well, and your god awful team, that as well, right? Oh yeah, that yeah is. yeah, my god awful team. <laughs> Yeah. My god awful quarterback wherever he went. <laughs> you know? I, I see the pillow. I see the whole room. I'm just gonna blow you up here for a second. Oh, like, yeah. Check out this room. Like so like okay. we so call, we my call, dad was actually a Kansas City fan, so that's why there is a Kansas City. That's room. all good. Oh, it says dad. That's all yeah. good. That's all good. So all right, so like I call this my office or my man cave. Like, what do you call that? Is that your chick cave? Like, what are your babes cave? So. What do you I call? Mean, it? Honestly, it's my living room. So same shit. Yeah. So I guess I'm like, I don't know. This is my normal living room. Um, you don't yeah. have kids, do you? That just looks so breakable. No, I don't. <laughs> no, okay, good for you. Good for you. Because I do, and yeah. I hide all my shit in here so they can't break it or touch yeah. it. Yeah. No, it would probably be like in one a, a room with a door and a lock and key on it if I did. You know. God forbid they mess up like my Josh Allen sign jersey. Like that would be it, you know. <laughs> then our next one would be like, so how's jail? You know, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask if I ever ask an uncomfortable question, just say pass, okay? Like I'm not gonna push it. I'm just gonna I just I want to put shit on the table. Like I want us to have a real talk, and and sometimes I can go a little bit too far. Um, are there guys out there? that it, it could be in the dms it could be on the timeline like that try to get sexual with you because you're a football fan and, and get inappropriate that way like do you get a lot of that because it never happens to me i wait on a daily basis for it to happen it never happens but mm -hmm. it's you know i mean i it, but i say it jokingly but it's i see what some of the fucking women got to deal with you know what i mean and, mm -hmm. and the the pics and all that kind of shit like does that happen to you and do they have like just these angry responses when you're like dude yeah. i'm not i'm not india you know yeah. Yeah. Because, um, well, my thing is that I usually don't respond. Like okay. I, I really, I, um, it's gotten to a point and it's, it's shitty to have to do this, but I really won't, um, follow most people at this point, unless I've met them in person, 
because you never know who's a troll, who's doing what, right? Um, and that sucks because like we should be in a community where we can just, you know, meet random Bills fans, meet random whatevers, you know? But doing that too, it, it kind of allows me to control my DMs. Um, you know, there's different filters, things that you can do that way. Um, but obviously you still, you still get some, they, you know, they're, they can still come in. They just go into different folders, like kind of like a, a spam folder. So I just don't go into that spam folder often, but every once in a while, you know, you'll take a cruise through there, uh, make sure that there wasn't anything important that you missed, whatever. Um, well, important because I do the charitable work, right? So it's kind of like some people, times people reach out for, for help, things like that. So I, I'll cruise through every once in a while, just make sure that there's um, nothing in there that I needed to see. And that's when you find them. Um, and what's kind of, at this point, you got to laugh at it, right? Because it's like, there's, if you don't laugh, you're just going to get angry. And it's like, you don't have enough mental space at this point in life to like with everything that everybody's been through the pandemic and everything that's been going on, there's not enough mental space to get worked up about some stranger on the internet. Right. And that's the stuff where I just got to like laugh at it and try and like make myself laugh at it. Like this person must be so small that they have to pick on some random person for absolutely no reason on the internet, right? But the ones that are really, that really get me is like, you'll get somebody that will have like slid into your DMs that you didn't see because you don't, you know, it's going into the hidden folder and it's all like, oh, hey baby, you know, all this stuff, you know, you're getting the inappropriate pictures and it's when you don't respond. When you don't say anything back, it's like it flips. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like you're getting, and I don't know what language we can do on here or not. Have you heard me talk? Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. I was like, but you know, I mean, now we're flipping into the, you know, oh, you whore, you know, I wouldn't fuck you anyways. Okay. Okay. It's stuff like that. And it's, it happened again. It, it's not just me. Almost every single girl that I know goes through the same thing. And it's just wild. It's absolutely wild because this isn't Tinder. You know, like this is not Tinder. We're not on Bumble. We're not on Hinge. We're not on any of the other ones. We're literally on an app to just kind of shoot the shit. So like what, what the audacity, the audacity. No, and I can only imagine. And again, I can only imagine. And I say that like literally because it's, you know, I say it all the time. I'm a white male. Like if there's anybody who does not understand oppression in the, in the, in the slightest, it's me. I understand the principles of oppression, but I've never gone through it. You know what I mean? So like, I get, I, so, so I get that piece. And, but I know like, cause I know some of the things that have been said to me or been DM to me, I get an abundance and, and Mario's coming on. He knows it. Cause I say, I share it with them. He's a part of my crew and I get an abundance of death threats. It's phenomenal over oh, football. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just to me, amazing how many people want to want to take my life because I say like, because I wrote the other day that Tom Brady is just a footnote in Josh Boyce's career. And I literally got a death threat from some fucking cat in Boston, you know? And I'm like, respond to it, but <laughs> yeah. all right, I'm going to come down to fucking Toronto. When I fucking find you, I'm going to slit you. And I'm like, I, yeah. <laughs> like, you, I... Wouldn't, you wouldn't believe, I mean, if you want to get, I, I'll tell you some of the crazier ones. That yeah. I've what's done. the most fucked up shit? You... Sorry. One question. Then tell me. Okay. Cause like, okay. I got because I've never been sent a dick pic ever in my life, right? <laughs> it's okay. never happened. I want it to happen. You have yeah. no idea how badly I want it to happen because I got some shit I got to say back when I get it. 
But be honest, are most of them you know, small? Do you want to send it to me and I'll just start firing it off and give you the answers? That'd or? be beauty. Deb, send it to all the girls and just be like, what's your <laughs> thoughts on this? Are they all small? I feel like guys who send shit like dick pics on Twitter, like they all got to, most of them got to be tiny, right? Or not theirs. Okay. I was just going to say, I think 95% of the time it's not theirs. <laughs> because every every guy with a 10 inch, right? It's suddenly, they're the only ones yeah. who DM, right? Yeah, right. And it's like, yeah. there's no way. There's no way that this is you. Um, based off of the things that you're saying with it, you know, like somebody like that would probably have a little bit more uh, confidence, confidence, you know? <laughs> you know? All right. So what's some of the most fucked up shit you've been sent? Like, and I'm not, I, I want to make this clear to my audience. I'm not saying this a little bit. I mean, like I'm a podcast. It's for entertainment. Some of this is for entertainment purposes, but I think that my, my audience is 98% male. You know what I mean? Like we are like 90% male and we got sports dudes who follow me. Trust me, who are watching this right now going, Ray, why do you just fucking trick on here? You know what I mean? Like, and when we get into talking football, they're really going to fucking get mad. And I've already told those people, don't fucking listen to me. I don't want people like you listening to me, but they still come back. So I I want to got into this, not realizing that you're a diehard Pats fan. It's all right. You know what? Now that we're friends, you're in Boston, but no, I'm fucking, I'm Toronto. Toronto, Toronto <laughs> born and raised. Listen, now that we've been friends, now that we've become really good friends, we're tight. 24 yeah. minutes. I'll, I'll invite you to the six. We'll go for a walk. We'll go catch a Jays game. And I'll tell you all about Tom Brady and all his excerpts. Did oh, you know that? Uh, listen, we can do that though. I'm a Jays fan. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Playoff time. In Buffalo. Listen, and you know what's funny is I actually used to be. I'm not huge into baseball. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll own it when I'm not into stuff, whatever. I don't try and pretend not super in baseball, but like throughout playing T-ball, you know, I get it. Just never had a team Buffalo. We have the Bisons, you know, so the farm team. So I'm like, I always said like first baseball stadium, the first one I walk into, I'll be a fan of. And it was Skydome. No Fenway. It was Fenway. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I spent maybe like five years being a Red Sox fan. And then I was like, I just hate everything Boston. I can't do it. And I'll have to be a nothing <laughs> fan. And I just quit. And I was like, no more baseball. And then the Jays played in, in Buffalo. And I ended up at like every game because it was so much fun. And I was like, I am now a bandwagon Blue Jays fan. But hey, you know. it's <laughs> Bandwagon away. We have George Springer. We got Vladdy. You'll love it. So I'll tell you what. Oh, All God, right. I we'll- love Vladdy. Vladdy daddy. Um, I, I'm, I'm broke, so it's not going to be playoff times. I can't afford it, but next season I'll invite you up. I'll buy us tickets and we'll, we'll yeah. go catch a Jays game and I'll sit down and I'll explain to you why you should convert to the greatest team in the NFL. <laughs> Did you know, just, just quick, quick point, And then we'll get into this. Okay. Did you know that Tom Brady, right? Is the active player who has the most wins in Buffalo. Like more than Josh Allen. I know. More than more than he plays once a year in Buffalo and has the most wins in Buffalo out of all active quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay, we're running short on time. Just you and I. We're gonna bring in Mario. We're gonna talk some real football for a second. So, again, what I want to lay on the table is I'm not asking you for these stories just for the entertainment process. I want guys to understand what women go through on social media, especially in the fan base. So, like, what's just some of the fucked up shit people have sent you? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I, I'm also going to preface this one that like you said um, earlier, like we really do appreciate when you stand up. Um, there's a lot of men out there that have really stood up and, and bat, you know, battled back on stuff. But it's the fact that this shit even happens. Um, and people are like, oh, it's just a few bad apples. No, it's not just a few. It's not just a few. Um, 
I think one of the first really bad ones I had was back around the draft last year. And at that time, because I have my account and then I've also got the Bills Mafia Babes account, you know, for the foundation and, and what have you. So I was, um, and I get targeted for both of them then, right? So I don't know if it was one person, but it started to look like it was literally a team of guys that draft night kept making new Twitter profiles and they would take my picture in my header and make the profile look like it was me and then start tweeting at like all of my followers about how fat I was, how I look like a pig, I miss piggy, like stuff like that. Then they started doing the same thing to the babes account, which is literally a 501c3 is a, is a government recognized nonprofit organization, right? So they start taking that and they're doing the same thing. And I'm like, that was, that was really fucked up. One of those profiles um, slid into my personal DMs of my actual account and sent me my own home address and then told me that they weren't going to stop. I said, you know what, if I did something to you, like if I wronged you, tell me who you are, what you did, like I'll own it. Like I'm somebody, if you call me out and tell me what I did and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I said it. This is why I'll own my shit. But God, like I said that to that person who, and I still don't know for sure who it was. I have a, a pretty good semblance of idea. And what's really sick about that stuff too, is like with that one, now you're threatening my actual well-being. This isn't just internet jokes, you know, fun, fun jokes anymore for you. This is an actual problem. And that was the first one that I remember actually getting scared. And I went to the police station. I was like, I need to file a report for a mystery person on the internet. And I'm showing them this. And literally the police are telling me that I have to go lawyer up. And like, we're going to have to submit subpoenas for backdated information from Twitter. And it's like, that's where this gets crazy is that like you there's people that are actually out there threatening like real harm right so like that shit is really really screwy so they knew that one and then they also knew you know i've got um i own a little bit of property of tenants they had their address like now that's other people in danger like that shit is really screwy last sunday night after the game is probably the second one um like second number probably second place i would say that the first one was all those fake accounts that were, were really fucking with me. The second one is last Sunday after the game, obviously, you know, I had a couple of tweets that just set me up to get blown off the rails. Um, one about, I said something, I've never been to a game in Miami. Holy smokes. First of all, I didn't understand the heat. You know, I said something in there. So I'm in like dead center end zone right between the uprights. And um, so I'm looking down the field and, you know, half the field's in the shade, half of it's in the beating sun. Beating sun is obviously visitors, right? So they're over there. And so I, I tweeted something out about like, you know, the bills are just baking while Miami and everybody. The split away. field, the split field. I saw that tweet. Yep. Yeah, sorry. I creeped. I, <laughs> I, had, I had to find a picture of you for the thumbnail and I was trying to find one I thought you'd be okay with. Yeah. So. I had to creep this shit out of your Twitter account. So I apologize. <laughs> but that, yeah, that split field one, if you go into like the comments, whatever, I get it. It's home field advantage. You'll see people going in on me for that, like person, personal stuff, like looks, whatever. I'm like, go after my take then. That's fine. Also, if you go to the Bills Mafia Babes one, I posted off of that a picture of, you know, four other girls that are in the community. Actually, one of the women in, in that with me is one of the, the three originators of the actual term Bill's Mafia. She is one of the OGs. 
and she's in that picture with me and you know and, and these other women and we put it up to saying like babes on babes on babes that one had like 110 quote tweets from people Again, going off about our looks. If I hear the word mid one more time, like, you know, but that same night, um, I didn't know this was possible. I, I saw that I had a missed phone call on Facebook Messenger and I didn't recognize the name. So I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> and I went to actual Facebook to the app and I had a friend request from this same person. And I'm like, looking at the profile, we have no, you know, no mutuals, nothing. And I'm like, I don't know who this is. Start scrolling the profile. Tell me it wasn't a Dolphins fan. So you're telling me some dude from Twitter went and took my name, found it on Facebook, tried to friend request me. And when I didn't accept it within an hour, he tried to call me like for what? You know, and that's why I'm like, well, first of all, I got to figure out Facebook. I don't go super deep into it. You know, I just go into the babes community and then I leave. So now I really got to figure out the changes on Facebook that they made so that strangers can't call me. But I mean, sick stuff, dude, sick stuff. And then like, you know, just like I said, those screenshots, the four that I posted, I got probably over 30. I think there was like 27, 28 of them. Jesus. Like fuck. that one night, that one night. I mean, obviously they're, they're hotter after game days, but. I'm telling you, it's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. Well, Chris, what I'll put on the table is you have allies here at the Team Blundell Network, and there's a lot of us. There's 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 yeah. over a hundred of us, and uh, I got tons and tons of messages from all the guys on the on the network. Just you know, and I didn't want it, but they were patting me on the back for that article. But um, really they got your back. I know my boy. We're about to bring in here if he ever turns his camera on. Uh, we're gonna he's gonna have your back too. And uh, just so you know, if, if this shit comes, this kid down here is in Buffalo. He's like six foot three, like two something. I need like three hours, but I'm I'm six one two seventy. You know what I mean? If we got if we got to sit on your front porch for the night, <laughs> we'll do it. We'll just sit there and talk shit. Um, before I'm I bring, I'm gonna walk in with you to the Patriots uh, Patriots game this year. Oh uh, yeah, so. <laughs> I've had some bad experiences in Buffalo at Patriots games, but we <laughs> suck this year. So maybe, maybe we'll be okay. Yeah. Um, right before I bring in Mario, do you guys like Bill's mom? I know you guys are, I, I know you guys, and I'm going to give you time at the end to really get into what you do. Cause I think it's important. People know, um, I know you guys are charity stuff. Do you guys have like a podcast or anything of that nature or anything like that? Cause you're pretty fucking smart. So you know what I mean? It'd, it'd be cool to, I was, cause I was looking, I couldn't really find anything. I was wondering if you guys do any, anything like that. Yeah. So I actually, I potted a bit last year. Um, I do want to start doing Bill's Ma Mafia Babes podcast. We don't have them at this time. Um, it's something we're kind of working our way towards right now. We were working on, you know, we've got the community last year. We started the 501c3 this year. We've kind of started working around, um, working on some projects to get some, you know, I guess women designed, uh, some more women designed merch, you know, Bill's merch into babes hands, um, yeah. you know, Buffalo merch, not Bill's. Um, they're trademarked, but, um, yeah, we're, we're working on kind of different things and next year is I think when hopefully we're going to start potting a little bit. Cause I'm telling you, there are so many, dude, there's so many intelligent women out there that are so well-spoken. I want to give them on a platform. Well, stay in touch with me. Yeah. I happen to know the director of sports at the Dean Lundell network. Cool. I think, I think Mario's know what I've been doing for the last three minutes. <laughs> doing. <laughs> 
I, I so I think I told you I'm the director of sports, so I do all the recruiting and bringing the people on the network. And wow. if you're when you're ready, let me know because I'll I'll, I'll hook you up with the network immediately and we'll amplify you and we'll go. So awesome. li- live on air sell for the network. So well, I think awesome. you'd be awesome. Anyways, let's talk some ball. You cool with that? We've talked about the dickheads. We'll bring in another one and we'll. <laughs> Yeah. We'll uh, we'll we'll talk some football, ladies and gentlemen. This is my uh, co-host of the Who's Got Next podcast. He's also our regular Wednesday insider here on Ray Sports Fan. You find him on YouTube hashtag Sports. Find him on Twitter at hashtag Two Point um, When he's not writing for the Dean Blundell Network, when he's not podcasting for the Dean Blundell Network, he's usually putting his big ass through a table, ladies and gentlemen. Mario from hashtag Sports. Mario, what's going on, brother? First of all, first of all. Welcome, welcome to the shit show, Kristen. Yeah. Hi, Mario. <laughs> Second of all, how dare you, sir? You, you, you already you knocked my height down two inches. I'm six five. First of all, he's six five. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, you're, you're two not, something. You're two something, though, right? I'm t- I'm Tremaine Edmonds, but that's the, insane. But the milk version. Of okay, listen, I'm five one, so like I'm probably up to maybe your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it was great content tonight, guys. It was it was crazy because we had a, a, a topic on our Who's Got Next podcast where we were talking about social media and people taking liberties with certain things, and there's there's no consequences. People are hiding behind the social media accounts and all this other stuff, and they're able to say whatever the heck they want because there's no consequences. And, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head with a lot of your points tonight. It's just it's awful to see. But I don't go through tables, Ray. You knocked that shit off tonight. You went through a table. There's video evidence. I don't do it either. <laughs> There's video evidence. No, I just, I think, I just have this vision that that all y'all, Kristen, you're like from Buffalo, Buffalo, yeah? No. Yeah, I live right downtown. Okay, so you're both from Buffalo, Buffalo, and I just feel like you guys just like wake up in the morning and jump through a fucking table, and that's just how you guys start your day. And, no, and Mario, you can talk. Second floor apartment, you know. Better <laughs> <laughs> angles. I don't do that because I, I got my wonderful Tim Hortons coffee in the morning. That's what I get. Good for you. That's the only fucking good part of Buffalo. I'll tell you that right now. That in the outlet stores. Yeah. <laughs> Mario and I got into a big argument last week about where you can get better wings. And I was like, we have wings just as good in Canada as you have in Buffalo. No. Just just because they started there doesn't mean they're the best wings. Anyways, no. let's get let, let, let's talk a little bit of football. Um. Like, I've got no shit to talk, by the way. Like, Mac Jones is out. Fucking Brian Hoyer is going to be starting. By the way, found out this week his real name is Axel. Like, so you guys are fucked because no one's going to beat Axel. You can't bet against him. Name another Axel than Foley right now. Rose. That's not the same spelling. Who cares? It's still Axel. Oh, God. You didn't say, say another Axel has the same fucking spelling. You just said... Say another Axel. How dare you? Ray's just upset because no one he gets flirted with on every app but Cash App. So he's just upset about that. <laughs> no one sends me anything. No one just no I one gives me money. I don't get flirted. Send me a death threat on Cash App. I don't care. <laughs> like just just send me just send the money with it. Like it's with <laughs> three bucks. I you know, know. So I, I got a question for you, Mario, because I've never got it. Do you ever have you ever got been sent a dick pic over at hashtag? You guys ever gotten one? No, but I I have had females that have I mean they have like the perfect comeback for it. What they do is they have one on their phone, mm-hmm. and they send it back to the person that sends it to them. It says, "No, say, this is mine. One. Thanks. Yeah, this is mine. Oh. That is so smart. It's the funniest thing. Right. You just send one back. 
And then, Kristen, I would love for you to do that so then you can explain to people when they're looking yeah. through your phone at some point why you just have this random dick right on yeah. there. <laughs> and you know what? The best get like other guys that send it in unsolicited, and I'll just start like playing like shuffle the cards. You know? Oh, that's amazing. And find like the smallest one. I never, I never understood that. Like, you're going to send that, and then all of a sudden, this one's going to go, Wait, guys, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I got to go. Some fucking weirdo on the internet sent me a picture of his dick. And let's face it. And let's face it. Like, it's not like it's fucking attractive to look at. Like, it's no. fucking one of the ugliest things in the world. Like, it, yeah, it's I'm just, you know? <laughs> Anyways, anyways, we're 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 starting to borderline fucking crude. So, Mario, yeah, let cool. me let me ask before we get into yep. football, which I tried to get into five minutes ago. Yes, you Not were really. monitoring the chat. I was. I didn't want to turn it on because I didn't know. Was it okay? Would I yeah. snap if I read it? Was it good no, conversation? No, no, no. no, it was good conversation. It okay, was very good conversation. Okay, great. It was fine. It was it was um, yeah, it was all all positive. It was all good stuff. Good. Oh, Stone Sea, yeah, these are all the blend down people. They're all good. Oh, my boy, Snap. I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? Um, okay, so Buffalo Bills go to Miami, uh, playing a heat box slash sauna, can't take the heat. Josh Allen is having a fucking meltdown at the middle of the field after the game. Ken Dorsey has the fucking best meltdown I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god. Um, oh, by the way, I would run through a fucking wall for that guy if I played yeah. for him. Mario, you played yeah. two man, like that's the kind of coach I would play for. Guys oh, got as much 100%. passion as me. How do you guys feel after that game? Because I walk, I'll, t- I'll tell you as an outsider, as someone who covers the Buffalo Bills, so I try to always come at it as objective as possible. I have no loyalty, no hate for them. Mario knows. I don't have a soft spot for the Bills, but I got a soft spot for Bills Mafia. I think you guys are fucking awesome. So I don't cheer for you, but I don't wish bad things. Mm-hmm. I walked away from that game thinking uh, it was a bad game for Buffalo. They're still the best game and best team in the league. I think they can overcome these injuries because I think they're good enough to do that. And I think as a Patriots fan who's experienced this for 20 years, sometimes it's just a shit show in Miami. Well, yeah, I will I will say, number one, the first thought that came to my mind was I was sitting there and I was thinking about it. My my head immediately went back to 2011. And Kristen will remember this very, very vividly. It was the Ryan Fitzpatrick 34-31 to 31 beating the Patriots at home. For the Bills to go to 3-0 and on the season. Now, Ray, I'm bringing you in on this just to show you why this is relevant, okay? The Bills go 3-0. and They beat the Patriots. To, the Patriots go 2-1. and It was on the same exact day, 11 years apart, on September 25th. The Patriots that season ended up going to the Super Bowl. Say not a Bills, good omen. Not a good the, omen because the, the Patriots lost the Super Bowl. Well, no, no, but the, they, the Bills ended up finishing 6-10 and that season. I think... This the, What that game showed, other than that that parallel that I drew, was the fact that Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, and the entire Buffalo Bills organization, they have acquired talent over these years in the process that they like to talk about all the time. And they were able to get players that the, the depth of this team is scary. When you, could, when you could trot out there, your whole secondary that has started a total of three games, and do what you hold them on, you know, 212 yards of total offense, a team that exploded against the Baltimore Ravens. You have done your job as a front office and an organization. I mean, they came up on the short end of the stick because of various things that happened throughout the game. And we talked about it on our post game, but you have to be very positive about the depth of this team and the continuity because you can't just throw guys together to play together. It doesn't happen that way. So, this is the this is the evolution I think of the process in Buffalo, and although it was a loss, I, I think if these two teams met nine times out of ten, the Buffalo Bills would beat them. Yeah, Chris, what do you think? I was just gonna say I, you nailed it. Um, I mean, yeah, I, our injury list 
was disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's like longer than a CVS receipt at this point. I don't know if you saw the new one that they just dropped a couple hours ago, but it was kind oh, of yeah. this. Like, you know, yeah. and I get it. Like, it's only Wednesday, but still, you were mixing that with obviously, I mean, we lost a ton of guys. Like, we lost Mackenzie was going out because of dehydration. We had Dawson dealing with the same thing with the dehydration out there. They're going out for IVs. You have Diggs coming in saying that never in his life has he had a double IV before he walks into a game. You know, and so we're dealing with all of that, but still to keep that game as tight as they did, um, you know, like you said, missing our, our entire secondary with these guys coming in that have barely played three games. That to me still showed that we are still one of the best teams in the league. I'm not worried about the rest of this. I mean, I'm worried about these upcoming games, you know, but like we're going to have Trey White back soon. We, we just got, you know, Austin or uh, Xavier Rhodes, you know, mm-hmm. we just got him and at least he's a vet, you know, um, I think he's still got some gas in the tank, but like, I'm not super worried about that game. Um, I props to Miami, <laughs> I guess like that. They are a good team now, you know, they're, they're not the same dolphins that they were last year. But I also am kind of a little bit grateful for the loss right now, because we also have seen what our guys do when they get that fire, like they get a little bit of that chip on their shoulder, right? Like look at Diggs last season after, you know, the divisional this season before and that ending and, you know, the iconic picture of him standing, looking up in the the confetti, Mm -hmm. like, and then look how he came out the gate last year. Like, give me, give me the earlier season tough losses. Look at what happened after Jacksonville last year, you know, Mm -hmm. like let's, let's do the early season tough losses and see how that pans out. So, Kristen, I have a question directly to you, not for the the guy below you, because I already know his stupid answer. <laughs> did this game in Miami, though, did it prove how badly the Buffalo Bills need to give Jordan Poyer a big contract and keep him on this team? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm yeah, I'm sorry if you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, listen. <laughs> All pro po, that's that's one of my guys, right? Like I, yeah. I love him. I'm heartbroken about Micah. I just oh, yeah. I'm hoping that that you know that this wasn't the last time that we saw the best safety tandem duo in the league. You know, like it's just. So but yeah, I. I have something to admit to you, Kristen. What? It's actually one of my greatest accomplishments in life. Oh, oh no. What did I just walk myself into? Here he goes. No, it, no it's not here. It's because you know it's true. I have all the receipts and the DMs to prove it. Okay. Do you remember that riff between Poyer and the Bills a couple of months ago? Well, when yeah. when he started when he first started tweeting about his contract and everything kind of came out of nowhere. Nobody knew there was any problems. And all of a sudden, this like Rachel Bush is tweeting about it and this and that. Mm-hmm. I have all the receipts. It was Kevin Gerard and I who started that. We just, after they signed Diggs, we wanted to go on this big mission for Buffalo just to spend up their salary cap. He's a Dolphins fan. I'm a Patriots fan. And we started tweeting that Jordan Poyer needs to be paid. Suddenly, we both got followed by Rachel Bush. We both got followed by Jordan Poyer. My guy goes DMs with Jordan Poyer, and he started retweeting us and quote tweeting us and writing in it's the greatest accomplishment of our my, our lives. We started the riff between Buffalo and Jordan Poyer. We were like, Jordan, can you believe? Look, they paid Cooks and they paid somebody else. Right? They paid him. Everybody's getting a contract but you. This isn't fair. That's a big responsibility to be taking right now. 
And then, oh no, I'm I'm fine with it. But so so proud Mario of you. knows this though. Mario knows this though. As I have gotten so deep into this, I've almost got like Stockholm syndrome now. Where now I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude, pay him. I'm like, he's fucking like, like I watch him play, and I when he was out, that hit me harder than Micah Hyde being out because I wanted him to get like three interceptions in the against Miami, and I'm now like a guy like Kevin and I talked about this off air. We're both actually away whether it's with buffalo or somebody else we actually both want him to get paid now we're like now we fucking hope the guy actually makes his money and gets paid like i've kind of like fallen in love with with uh with jordan poyer and in a such a lovable guy he is he's amazing he's a documentary that they they set out last year if you haven't watched it watch it the documentary also the he was just on the podcast a couple weeks ago with um was it i am athlete and he talked about coming over overcoming his addiction and all that stuff and as a former addict myself like he's just he's a fucking solid human being and and i love jordan boyer yeah but i love to just rub it in this guy's face down there because he's like don't pay him don't do this and i'm okay, like okay. oh no will you stop mr. Out of context. you're like i hate jordan poyer like mr. That's, out of context here comes mr out of context first right, of all I, made the- I need you to confirm this because i he, feel like there's no way that you- i have tweets i have quoted i have copied and pasted his tweets and put the quotations he obviously has 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 proven one of his points that he mentioned you earlier it's all about him number one him and kevin gerard they read the art of war and you know how to subdue your enemy from within, and how he thinks he's all proud of himself and everything. Here's I don't think I, I don't think I don't think I'm all proud of myself. I am proud of myself. Here's what it I said verbatim, sir. I named sir. the show Ray's Sports Rant. I mean, how fucking more crass can that be? Sir, <laughs> I'm gonna, that's it. I'm done with you for now. <laughs> no, I'm gonna unmute him. Um, here's what I said. Well, I, I mute said myself. NFL... It's my fucking software. <laughs> Here's what I said. The NFL is a different business. You know, not talking about on the field. I'm talking about off the field. It's a different business than any other business that exists. They pay you for things you are going to do, not for things that you have done. So the biggest thing about it is that if you think Poyer is going to have the next four years mimic the previous four years that he had, then he would have already been paid. Now, the fact is, I don't think because he's the torpedo in that defense. He's the guy that comes up on the run. He makes all those difficult tackles. He makes a lot of difficult things happen. Hyde is the center fielder. Poyer is the, is, is the torpedo. So if you think, I mean, the guys had over 400, 500 tackles. I mean, they and teams see that. So basically I was saying was if you think he can replicate his production over the next four years, pay the man his money. If you do not, then they don't feel that he can. He's going to be 32 which is getting up there in age. He rec- they, they drafted these young safeties to come in and take over. This is how the evolution of the game works. That's all I said. I never said I didn't like him. I never said he was a bad player. I never said anything like that. I love the guy on this team. I love Poyer and Hyde. I called him the best safety tandem in the league coming into the season and last season. So don't start putting that on me, Ray. Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. I swear to God. That was the longest fucking ex- we should call this mario sports rant and just just remove me from the show altogether well you misquote me this was gonna happen sir mm-hmm. anyways we like to have a table you 270 this isn't who's got next this is ray sports Rant. we're supposed to be more serious on this show 
This is supposed to be when we do real analytics. I will seriously put you through a table. Uh, but no, I want to ask you both this question. I know uh, Kristen kind of touched upon it, but it comes from uh, my boy Delusional Patriots fan. Been with me since like probably the beginning, back in the Connor and I early days. Um, maybe before that. So thoughts on the Bill signing Rhodes? What's your uh, veteran guy? What's your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I mean... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, you can go no, no, my bad. You got... No, no, go. Hit it. Hit it up. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I... I'm glad. I'm. I mean, nobody's happy about what our what our team's looking like right now. The fact that we even had to go and get him, you know, like that sucks, right? But it could be worse, right? I mean, he's a veteran. He's isn't he all pro? I mean, he's got he's got th- things underneath his belt, and as long as he's still got some gas in the tank, and maybe can teach some of the younger guys some new tricks, and you know, it's not. I just don't want him forever, I guess, but. Country roads take me home, baby. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, he had like a cup of coffee with Leslie Fraser when he was in Minnesota. He's a former all Yeah, player. and I mean, he's got he, a razor thin corner group now. And like, yeah, there's yeah. photos photos of him training with Poyer in the off season. And I mean, like, like you said, he knows like Fraser from wasn't he the Vikings or something? Yeah. And mm-hmm. but you know, yeah, you just you I'm, okay with it. I'm okay with that. Mario, do you want to give your thoughts? Or yeah, I said that, that was, you know, was your old thoughts. You spent some time with Fraser. That was your whole thoughts on it. So there's familiarity there. You know, this all this is how the business of the NFL works. They have guys that are familiar with certain players. He can come in. He can play that zone concept scheme that with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, if we're going to talk about cornerbacks, I want to – Rhodes, they signed Rhodes. is great. They needed some depth. You were razor thin at corner. But the fact that Dane Jackson was on the field today, mm-hmm. you know, he was in a red jersey, but he was practicing again, I think is one of the most amazing things that I've seen today. So I, that's what I, that's where my thoughts were today. So um, Let me ask you guys this. You got the Ravens this week, right? With the Ravens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see their schedule to start the season? They play the entire AFC East. Uh, they went Dolphins, Patriots, Bills, and they got the Jets next week. I didn't even I didn't I didn't even know how that works. It's very odd. Um, here's what I'll, I'll, I want to get both your guys' thoughts on the game. How do you feel about it? Do you think they're going to win? I think you guys are going to win, not just because I think that the Bills are better, but I think the Patriots probably should have beat them last week. The Patriots shot themselves in the foot, time in and time out. And if the fucking Patriots can beat them, the fucking Bills can can destroy them. I almost used the M word, but that would get me suspended. Um, uh, Mario, I'll give you first word on this, man. How are you liking uh, your Bills against these Ravens? I mean, if you just look at it from a statistical standpoint, the Buffalo Bills are first in passing and the Ravens are last in pass defense. But if you look at it, the Ravens are eighth in rushing and the Bills are second in rush defense. So it's it's a lot of different things coming in. Lamar Jackson having an MVP season, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to contain him. I think if the Bills um, can get that secondary to work a little bit better together this week. I mean, you don't really have the weapons that you have to deal with like you did with Miami. I think they can get that to gel. I think what has to happen this week is the Buffalo Bills need to establish their running game. You can't have Allen rushing or throwing the ball 71 times out of 92 plays. That's just that's not a formula for success long term. So I, I would like to see Singletary, Moss, and Cook get a little bit more work this week and, and, and maybe Allen you know, throw for around 250. 250-ish, have about you know 20 to 30 carries on the ground to try to wear down that defense. I know they can throw the ball all over the Ravens if they wanted to, but as far as long-term success, maintaining a lead in the second half, I think one of the things Buffalo Bills needs to do is run the ball. Before I flip it to Kristen, I want to ask you a follow-up question. Do you have a contained player on the team for Lamar? 
that's just going to play spy the whole game. Like we thought maybe the Patriots were going to do it with Josh Uche or Jabril Peppers or Kyle Duggar and just kind of have him ready and just playing contain with Lamar. Does Buffalo have anybody like that? If you run nickel, I mean, the last time they faced was in the playoffs, but if you run nickel, I believe that I believe that Milano Edmonds and Teron Johnson are guys that are technically sound enough to contain him, not completely stop him. So, um, I, I mean, I like the Buffalo Bills chance. That's what, that's why they have those speedy linebackers in there. So Kristen, how are you feeling about this game? You think that the bills are going to bounce back? I think they're fucking angry. I think Josh Allen's going to just, yeah. and I, and, and Kristen, so I'm going to ask you a two part question. Number one, how do you feel about the game? Number two, do you think you're going to see Josh Allen run the football more? Cause I felt in Miami, there was missed opportunities for him to run the ball. There was moments where, he elected to throw when I thought he should have taken off. So uh, I'll ask you both those questions. Give it to you. Yeah. Um, I actually, I do think we are going to see a little bit more running out of him, if nothing else, because we also know that he's got a banged up hand right now. Right. So it wasn't broken, but I mean, he was getting that x-ray coming off the game. I heard something like he took a helmet to the hand. So like that may still be aching a little bit here and there, but yeah, I think um, that's going to be, that's going to be more important. I think, so I'm going to Baltimore, and I'm pretty sure when I check the weather that it's going to be raining, um, probably because of this hurricane. I think it's going to be up at that point. So, yeah, I think that's also going to have to, you know, that's going to really increase the, our need for the run game. But I noticed that, I mean, we were targeting motor a lot more last week. Um, so hopefully, you know, kind of like what Mario said, I'd like to see him get a little bit more action in the game as well. Do you, do you go everywhere? Do you travel to every Bills road game? Is that like your thing? <laughs> So I actually haven't posted this publicly, but I tell people every once in a while, um, just in case something happens, I have my, probably since I was like 18, wanted to do every single Bills game during a season. Um, and so I started like saving up, like made its own little fund, you know, like five years ago. And anytime I would, I was in sales. So like anytime I'd sell something I didn't expect, it would just go in the fund. When I priced it out this year, it's the first year I can do the full season. So good for you. <laughs> so we, okay. Exhausting. You know, I mean, two weeks ago I was in Los Angeles and I was here for the home opener. I went oh to Miami. I got a day after a hurricane and now on Friday I leave to go to Baltimore, you know? But oh, like, I feel, I feel for you having to hang out in LA and Miami and just like, <laughs> fuck, you live a Listen, rough life. It's, I mean, it's a party. Like, <laughs> okay. So can I put you on the, can I, can I put you on the spot? Yeah. Can I, all right. W would you come on after every road game? And we talk about like the opposing stadium and what it's like to be a Bills Mafia person there. Would you be willing to do that? I know it's quite a commitment and you're already exhausting yourself by getting to travel around the United States of America, but would you would you be willing to do that? Because I don't know anybody that's gonna go to every single game this year. Yeah, I'd totally be down. Um we just have to figure out like scheduling and stuff on it because some days I'm, you know, flying and some some of them I'm driving. So, so we'll we'll chat because today I just got you on today. We can get you on at different times, seven, six. We can pre-record. We can do a whole bunch of shit. So yeah. we can figure it out. But would you be willing to do that? Because I think that'd be kind of cool yeah. just to to hear the experience of, of Bill's Mafia traveling around the uh, the states to all the, the bad buildings and then Gillette, you know? So, yeah, it's really be down. I mean, and this is going to be a fun season. We've got, you know, Detroit on Thanksgiving. We've got Chicago on Christmas Eve, you know, so... Hopefully we've got I, the Super Bowl and Phoenix. <laughs> I remember when the Patriots used to get a lot of Thanksgiving games. 
It was, <laughs> that was that was back in the day mario you go first buddy where can they find you what are you doing tell all the people your stuff we uh youtube mainly at hashtag sports um on youtube you can find our link tree there by all of our socials uh, i'm here with this nut job on wednesdays doing the who's got next podcast uh we got 7 p.m eastern standard time 7 p.m eastern standard time we have uh, joe doing the play-by-play this sunday as well as joe's razor sharp picks so if you guys if you're in a betting thing, that's what we're doing over on hashtag sports. So uh, by the way, Joe Joe had a very different demeanor this week than he did last week. Oh, I was just I fast forward. It's like the last five minutes. He's like, "Yep, there's a throw, incomplete." <laughs> 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 um, Kristen, take your time. Not rushing you at all. Okay. <laughs> Tell me. Uh, I know the music's playing. Sometimes that people feel like they gotta they gotta speed through things. Give a minute. Tell people about the the Bills Babes. What you Bills Mafia Babes? I apologize. What you guys do? Your your charity. I now found out what that number was at the end of your thing, and uh, <laughs> and then where people can find you, follow you, you know, send you weird messages, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's the whole list. So Bills Mafia Babes is actually a community of women only on Facebook and a lot. That is called Bills Mafia Babes kind of what spawned off of that is then we started to do a charitable aspect because there's you know Will's Mafia Charity, peanut butter and jelly sort of concept there, right? So we opened up what's called a Bible and it's a non-profit organization and that's called the Mafia Babe. That's also on Facebook under Mafia Babes. You can see all the events that we do and everything that we do that way. So basically with that, every month we partner with a different one of the Buffalo Bills. Um, a lot of them have their own foundations. Some of them just have ones that are really close to their heart. We try and keep it going into Buffalo. But every month we partner with them. This month for September, we worked with Sean McDermott. He asked us to provide and push information awareness and funding to um, the skin cancer organization in Buffalo, New York. So we sell merchandise through 26 shirts. <laughs> um, $8 of every hoodie, t-shirt, flag sold, goes directly into that foundation. And then at the end of the month, we just clear everything out. So we're just opening up a women's line with 26 shirts as well, where we're dropping new t-shirts that are women designed every month for the Bills Mafia. Um, so that there's a little bit something more female with a twist there. You can find all the socials at Bills Mafia Babes, and you can find me at Kimmick86. And don't send her any fucked up shit. No more dick sex, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you have the counter to that now, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we need an update in a few weeks. We need an update to know if you're carrying around a, just some random deck in your phone, just so you can send it back to guys. Chris and Mario, I appreciate you both. And I appreciate the audience who came in here for Ray's Sports Rant. And uh, I think the song finished. I uh, appreciate everybody coming in. Guys, make sure you go check out DeanBlundell.com uh, and the Dean Blundell Network. You can find the podcast anywhere that you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Find it on uh, our YouTube page, Ray Route. And who's got next? Follow me on Twitter at DPN underscore Ray. Listen to me troll. And if a uh, few weeks the Bills play the Patriots and I'll be shit-talking both the people I was with today, and it's going to be a blast. Mr. I look at this Bill schedule and there's not a team that can beat us. And um, I, I appreciate y'all. And uh, make sure you come check out Who's Got Next. We're going live on our YouTube page at 7 p.m. Eastern time two minutes ago. And uh, that's it. Until next time, you're all legit, kid. 
looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C., as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.